listener production. Kickpot acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulang clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpod, your DNM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. Hello. Hello. Now I have just watched you slap, slap your face. face. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Because you're tired. No yeah. other reason. <laughs> no, no, no. And and to be like, usually I would have had a coffee before I get to either the office or the podcast studio. But you haven't had a coffee machine, today. No, <gasps> our coffee machine's broken. So and you just told me Harvey has woken up at. Yes, I've been awake for three everyone hours. with no kids. Yeah, you. I feel like we will. I mean, with kids will sympathise too, but it's probably normal for people with kids. But you've been woken up before five yeah. every day this week. Well, I can't before even... 5 before 5.30. Before 5.30. It's the same it to me. I can't <laughs> even fathom. Yeah, look, I'm not that happy about it. Not for yourself either. <laughs> it's not like you've got up, you've had this like no. four-hour routine before getting to yeah. work. I just feel yeah. for you. And it's really, I yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Anyway. Anyway, that's all right. Anyway. But I just slapped my face earlier because I've only had a couple of sips of my coffee. So I'm like still... In, in an IV drip. <laughs> Truly, it's so funny because when I'm like, oh, I got up really early this morning, got up at six. And then you're like, I got up at 4.45. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Before we get into it, Steffi, you have got some news. Yes. So now we have got something coming to kick, which you have all been asking for and waiting for. But in the meantime, we thought before we launch that, that we would surprise you with some masterclasses. So we've already had four masterclasses drop. We're doing two weekly for the next four weeks. Last week, we had some new mind and body Pilates with Christina. And then this week, we've got two new boot camp classes with Leo. So if you're looking to get sweaty and get your heart rate up, these two are 20 minutes long. Um, and Leo's boot camps are great for, for a quick sweat and you very rarely need any equipment or if anything, it's like very basic stuff you can find at home. So they're a goodie to try. Love it. And I think there's some treadmill and some dead cardio new. new classes dropping too. Yeah. So look out for them in the app. And now let's get into it. Laws. Steffi. I found an old Cosmo mag the other day. And I don't know if this was you, but I was obsessed with those monthly magazines I remember one year I got it for my birthday from a friend, like a Cosmo subscription, and it was like the best present ever because before that I would like go to the news agency and buy it every month because I was so I, I loved it. Um, or like on the shopping trip with mum at Coles, I would put it in the shopping cart. And one of my favourite parts of those magazines was the quizzes, the Cosmo quizzes that like honestly could tell you like what type of person you were and I honestly believed it or like what kind of guy you should date and I fully believed it like it was the Bible. Were you the same? Yes, I love the sealed section. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes, I, I did. And it was like, it just reminds me now though of like some older people on Facebook. Doing the quizzes like on share Facebook the quizzes. is so I'm true. I'm like, hun, it's not, that's not going to be like what you're destined but for. It's still I don't fun. think, I don't think. Well, I want you to well, get excited. Actually, with AI now, I feel like these quizzes could take, have probably, probably could a lot become a lot more advanced. But yes, they were, it was like, oh my God, my Cosmo thing said this. So like, that's the type of man I'm going 100%. to marry. Yeah, 100%. Yes. 
So I'm I'm glad that you were kind of that gal. Okay, good. Because you're going to be that gal today. Okay, okay. I've got some Cosmo quizzes for you. <laughs> and we're going to do one, and I'm going to give you a choice between a few. Okay. So let me know which one sounds like is the Sounds like I want to yeah, know. you want to know. First one, are you enough of a bad girl? Oh! Oh, I like that one. Another one, are you a closet commitment phobe? Mm-hmm. That's really, really care. <laughs> Are you way too obsessed with your ex? Oh, love that. Is sex with you exciting or a little too tame? Ah! Okay. Wait. The first one is: Are you a bad girl? Are you enough of a bad girl? Okay. Okay. So, do you like that one the best? I like this okay. one. Question one: Rumors swell that your ex has been talking trash about you to mutual friends. How do you respond? <laughs> a, by lying low for a few weeks, you won't descend to his level. B, by sending him an angry text or voicemail <laughs> warning that two can play a trash-talking game. Or C, by trying to seduce his best friend. If that fails, <laughs> you key his car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm in between A and B. It really depends on the type of trash-talking. A voice memo wouldn't go astray. Yeah? Are but we going B? B. Okay. I just want to be a little bit baddie, even okay. though I'm probably an A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The kind of men you usually find yourself dating best fit the following description. A, so wild they make the hangover guys look like the Jonas Brothers. B, <laughs> they work hard and play even harder. <laughs> or C... They're in bed by 11pm on weeknights, 1am on weekends. I need a D. (laughs) In bed by 9pm on weeknights, 10.30 on weekends. C. Okay. Dalton is definitely... We don't even fit into that category. (laughs) Okay, three. Your closest girlfriend always contacts you first when which of these situations arise... Okay, so you. Me. A... She craves fun company for a de- <laughs> for a decadent day of shopping or spa treatments. B, she has split with her boyfriend and wants a partner in crime for a very hot night out. Or C, she wants to sip cocktails at a hip lounge all night and needs a designated driver. B. Okay. Well, I know you still obviously, but like, okay. When have you ever called me and be like, let's go for a spa day? No. And also, when would you call me and be like, let's have it? Because we never, we rarely get nights out together. You would, if I was the day, I mean, you wouldn't put pressure on me to drink, I, but you I wouldn't would ask me to be a designated driver. Okay. All right. Four. Which phrase are you most likely to overhear being said about you? Ooh. A. Did I do something to offend her? B. Does she always act this crazy? Or C, I want her at my next party. Oh, C! C! The confidence. (laughs) All right, five, last question. Which is the most outrageous thing you would do for cold, hard cash? A, star in a Girls Gone Wild type video. B, sing a seductive (laughs) pop song like Love Game at a karaoke bar. Or C, play strip poker with a co-ed group of friends. Oh, not co-ed. Oh. I think I'm a bit badder than this. I would love to see you 
I would like to star in a girl's gone, gone wild. You're joking. Do you well, know what that is? No, and it's my interpretation. It's not your no, interpretation. No, it's, it's not yours, actually. It's Girls Gone Wild. What it's is a that? particular video. What is it's that? like wet t shirt comp naked tra- ta- tackling other girls. That's what Girls Gone Wild videos are like. Oh. So tell me again that you would star Depends in that. That's how much I need the cash. Wow. Okay, well. <laughs> if I was having to save my family, I would do anything. Okay. Yeah. So. Eh? Yeah. Okay. Wow. All <laughs> Let me just add up your score. Oh, you have to add it up. Okay. The results are in. Okay. You are naughty when necessary. Oh! You maintain a pretty good balance of sugar and spice. <laughs> you won't take crap from anyone, nor will you play everything safe. Yet you draw the line at being aggressively sexy or vengeful just to turn heads. Says psych- psychologist John, PhD, co-author of Brave New You. Okay, just they wanted a little bit of expertise behind that one. Uh, you know that a sly dog or R-rated gesture can have way more impact than a nasty rant or triple X movie. This is quite. Do you feel understood? This is quite problematic. We just have well, to call that right out because I think it was. This is this this is problematic because I think it's saying that being sexy is like naughty, and it's not. It's just owning who you are. Yeah. No judgment. No judgment. Well, Cosmo's judging. I kind of. We've you come got, a long way. I wish you got balls balls out, badass. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have any balls. <laughs> We have some kick mail. I don't know why I was waiting for a song. I think, I think maybe we did, need you did promise us a song, maybe, a, I believe. I feel like we Mandy's look. very busy. Don't <laughs> Mandy's been moving. Mandy's just moved house. She's also, she has a very, she's busy lady. Don't guilt her like that. Well, you know what? That's why you would have been expecting it. Actually, you know what? Because I edit the first, like I edit it out any like, you know, Mandy, cut that out. All that. <laughs> um, but then Niall is our imager. So he puts all the fancy music and stuff. So this is a shout out to Niall. Niall if you want to If you want to make a kick mail Niall. fun song, by all means. <laughs> we need some inspiration. Yeah, go sing, sing it for us. Kick Open the mailbox. Whoa. <laughs> And now Today. in tune. <laughs> okay. I, I, can't, I can't sing in tune. Open the mailbox. Sing as if you were singing to a child, if you had one. I just go in Bill and Ben words. <laughs> Open the mailbox. <laughs> anyway, let's open the bloody mailbox okay. before oh, people... Oh, the bloody t- mailbox. Ma- Jeez, <laughs> who am I sitting across from? I I'm a bit rogue today, no. but before people... Because you know when people sing, and can I just say quickly, people are like, oh, I'm going to sing it, and then it's obviously excruciating. I always regret it. I always yeah, but to it. listen to someone who can't sing, sing, and think it's really funny, yeah. it's not funny. Yeah. So I just want to say anyone that was like, oh, stop. Well, okay, not funny. Anyway, it's not the last mailbox. time it's going to happen. Let's though. go. Open first one, Rebecca. Laura, you often talk about how clumsy you are, but just wait till you hear my clumsy story. So I'm a physio student. I was on placement at a hospital with patients that had just had a stroke, and I was taking one of my patients back up to her room on the ward when I somehow managed to stack over my patient's wheelchair. Lucky she was already in her bed by that point. And then I somehow managed to knock over the chair and one of those caution wet floor signs, which made a massive bang. And then to make things even worse, I woke up one of the other patients in the room who got so startled that she screamed on the top of her lungs 
And then all the nurses in the entire ward got so scared that a patient had fell that they bolted into the room only to find me on the floor in a heap. I honestly cannot get rid of that image of their faces in my head. I'm so mortified. Oh, that's funny. I don't know if you can work in healthcare if you're clumsy. (laughs) I'm joking. Don't, Rebecca, I... Did you ever fall over when you were working at the hospitals? I was just thinking of that, but yeah. I wasn't a physio student no, or physio. I was a ward clerk, so yeah. more admin. Yeah, so it's yeah. a bit less dangerous if I fall over. I wasn't yeah. doing a lot with the patients except walking them to their you rooms. Mix up some paperwork though if I went flying in the air. I don't think I did. Well, that's good. I, I so <laughs> Rebecca, I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one we have is from Isabel. She says, "Hi, girls. Just listening to Laura's chalk poop story. <laughs> I'm low key dying." A few weeks back, I had a bad bout of gastro, like a really bad bout. It was two days in and I thought my tummy was over it and cooked up some two-minute noodles and went to bed. My fiancé came in a few hours after me and went to sleep. At 3.18 a.m., very specific, I woke up going, hmm, the bed feels more wet than usual once I finally came to realise I had actually shat the bed, I was honestly so horrified. I yelled at my fiancé to leave immediately so I could clean up the gastro explosion. My poor darling was so confused and concerned for me. He stayed. He just wanted to help. Bless him. This only made my embarrassment and the horrific act so much worse. I eventually got him to leave so I could clean up my mess. But man, I don't think I've ever been more embarrassed in my life. The gastro cleared about five days, after about five days, and my fiancé and I are still together. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever get over this. Oh, Oh, Isabel, you Mm. poor thing. All I can think about is the noodles. Like, did Mm. they come out in normal shape? (laughs) Why? Why is that your brain? So gross. And you know what? I just, all it makes me think of is when I had Bali Bali on the Jetstar flight on Uh, the way back from Bali. And that was horrific. Yeah. And I feel you, no one wants to get, yeah, shitting shitting the bed is not not fun for anyone. But thanks for sharing. Okay, this next one's from Caitlin. Hey girls, in the recent ep about Steph ghosting Leo, she mentioned she had just started dating Josh and she'd been into him for ages. She had no intention of engaging in Leo's advances. It got me wondering about the story of Steph meeting Josh. Is that something you've already shared on the pod? Oh, have we shared on the podcast? Probably. Well, I think I, it's point. hard for me to know. I've heard this story 89 so times. times. I don't know when and where. I'll do a very, very quick recap, I think shall I? The listeners would enjoy that. I will for everyone who's already listened, I'm so sorry. I'll try and make this story. as quick as possible. Um, no, so. My family grew up camping a lot on the Murray River. Got to the point where we decided to, as a family, buy a holiday house. Well, not as a family. My brother and I did not contribute. Were you 12 with the money? (laughs) Sorry. Contributed in the way, though, that my dad put it to a vote to the family because we have family in in Europe. So we were lucky to, as kids, travel. And he kind of said, look, if we get this holiday house, it'll mean less visits overseas. And we went and visited the property and mum fell in love and then we bought the property. This house is in the middle, middle of, of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. I can't even, it's like, yes. Like, so, and I don't mean that in a mean way, no, it's, but it is, it's it is genuinely, it remote. is like 30 minutes from any shop. Like yes. it's very, okay, 15 minutes from the closest I dr- milk bar and bakery, but that's okay. Okay, that's with Steph driving, <laughs> me driving probably 45 because it's <laughs> no. like all gravel roads. No, 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 anyway, set away. the scene, it is the middle okay. of nowhere. It is up on the Murray River, right? In the country, but it is not like a Chuka or a Yarrawonga. If you've ever gone camping and, you know, the places that get 
super busy in summer. It is not like that. It's a little country town. All our neighbours have like hundreds of acres of property because they're farmers. Like that's... There probably is like 50 houses in the whole town. Yeah, I think the population is like 300 or something. So what what the scene I'm trying to set here is the chance. It's in the middle. Yes, of... yes, it's very remote. It's very random. Yes. So then what happened was first weekend up there, I went horse riding. There was a local horse riding, trail riding place, which I was stoked about because I loved horses, still do. Met a young girl there, got along really well. I said, hey, do you live up here? She said, no, my family just bought property up here. We live in Melbourne. I said, oh, same. And then she said, do you want to come over for lunch? I said, sure. Went over for lunch, met her entire family, including Josh. This was Bailey, his younger sister. Um, And I kid you not, from the moment I saw him, I was like, holy shit, I have a hot neighbor. 12. I was 12 years old. Um, He was 15. Ooh. Bailey was eight, I think. Oh, so um, and yeah, the it, I, my friendship with Bailey was the strongest. And then our fr- our families got along, and my brother was the same and age as Josh. Then and you kissed his brother before you kissed yep, him. And then <laughs> yep, I had a thing with Ethan, his younger brother. <laughs> on and off. the whole family, except not Jackson is the youngest. Yeah, okay, so I didn't go that far. He's like fourteen years <laughs> younger than Josh. But no, and we've just been family friends ever since. Our families went up there a lot, and as Laura kindly put. It's very random. It's, it's, we're the well, only two it's young. It's and yeah. nice seat, like yeah. lovely, but it's just like the chance. I don't want to say we're the only two young families. It's definitely young families. No, we're the only two non-locals. There's up there. the chance of you both having a holiday house very in random. this location is just like, yeah, it and was meant to be. I think the most random parts was like as we got a bit older and got to know each other even more. Like my brother and, and Josh had friends in common, like Wheats. Like they had, there was like a chance that maybe we would have met again in another world or life, but I kind of loved that I met him when I was 12. But we didn't start dating until I was 18. And that is the story. Thank you for... I tried to make it quick, but I was really... No, it's important, it but I, well, also I really strung it out with yeah. the location, but I think no, it's but important. It's Envision. Anyway, so when you see me up at, at the farm, that's, that's the area I'm talking about. Whenever I'm up with either my mum and dad up the river or we're at the farm, that's Josh's. You mean like on social media, yeah. not, not for people to go up there no. and find you? <laughs> no. I found you. Right. You know, I had, I was on a walk one day. This is so random, but I was on a walk one day and I had a car drive past me, put the brake lights on and I started freaking out because yeah, again, it's in the middle of nowhere and they started reversing and I <gasps> was like about to run. Like my heart was pounding. And then thankfully this young girl popped her head out of the window and was like, <gasps> Steph! And I just, she was camping like on the river yes. and driving past. But I, I wanted to say to her, so don't you do please never do that again. <laughs> Yeah, because when you're on a dirt road, there's nowhere, no one around. No, it takes me to like Wolf Creek Or you're vibes. in Telstra. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> so you are safe, so don't think you can get stuck. Anyway, anyway, She's that walking. is the story. That is the story. <laughs> that is the end of it. What is a time for special share? So my special share this week is a TikTok video that came up on my For You page. Um, it was from an account called at Izzy Fletcher 1511. Izzy is currently undergoing chemo treatment for her cancer. The sound is by Sophie Diner. It's just called Original Sound slash Sophie Diner. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. You can check it out. Sophie is a poet. Mm. And it is just the most special, special and powerful words and I wanted to share them with you. One day I will die and while I won't be there to see my funeral, there are a few things that I have become pretty certain of. 
No one will stand at the front and say, let's remember the color and cut of her hair and the way it fell and framed her face. No one will reflect on my height or my weight. No one will laugh or weep while delivering their speech on the size of my waist or the shade of my teeth. I know this because when I think of the people I love, those are the last things that come to my mind. Instead, I think of patience and kindness and humor and wisdom and cosmic capacities for grace. I think of days where I forget what anyone was wearing, but I still feel the smile that was on my face. I am so guilty of getting it backward and feeling as if the way I look is the most meaningful and interesting part of me, but still, I will keep coming back to the truth. Those things that make days and give life and spread that good, bright, beautiful light, those are things my mirror will never be able to reflect. Makes me cry. So special. It's so special, I think. Even like those are the things that my mirror will never be able to reflect. That was to, that yes, because that is the thing, right? Is like when you're looking in the mirror. Unfortunately, we've been accustomed to thinking negative thoughts, and like it's a horrible habit that takes so long to to work through. And it's not that you ever get to a point where you can look in the mirror every day and just love everything that you see, mm. but you do. You can work through, you know, not valuing it so much that you just don't get fixated on it, right? And I just think that that line for me was so good because it's just a reminder that I feel like I'm taking over your special share here, but that line was like, this is the least important thing. Like, because your mirror can't reflect like who you actually are, Mm. I thought. And I think, though, I mean, that's the thing. We're we're just accustomed to thinking that because when you, as you said, when you look in the mirror, what you see is your aesthetics. Mm. Like you can't see your soul. Mm. And I know in some people you can feel that, right? Mm. But you can't see it. And you can look at yourself and be like, I'm awesome, right? But what's reflecting back at you? It is you, but it's it's your aesthetics. Yeah. It's like what you physically look like. And we've been kind of accustomed to think that that matters so much. And that is where our value is. And it is not. And I just, it is just the most special audio. Yeah. So... I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, it's definitely one that's like you'll save and revisit. It's a beautiful audio to listen to. Um, and thank you for sharing it to me. You're very welcome. To everyone else. And my special share is something that some of you may already know because we have shared it before when we've had Maria Thetil on. And Laws, you shared it recently on your socials. And it was a reminder to me that it was one of those ones that I'd put in my like the back of my brain to definitely go back and, and listen through all the episodes. And it is Power Talks with Kemi Nekfapil. Kemi is a coach and in these episodes, she coaches through particular issues that some of these women are working through at the moment, a lot in relation to like confidence and power. And I found it really powerful because outside of listening to you know, people that you recognize being vulnerable and feeling like you can relate to their stories. It was also really interesting hearing Kemi's point of view as a coach and then also talking about how she works through these sessions. Each session kind of pauses and then she explains like what she does as a coach to work through this and how she's going to ask the next question. And I found it so fascinating um, that I could not stop listening once I started. So I haven't, I haven't actually spoken to you about this, but did you listen to Megan Gale's episode? Yeah, I did. That for me was, yeah. the, there was a part of it and I think it's, so Megan speaks about her experience in with like taking her power back and how uncomfortable she feels mm. when she might write an email where she's putting her thoughts forward or being quite forward or whatever, with, with, which everyone has every right to do. Because, and I thought it was very interesting because what Kemi and Megan kind of came to in that episode mm. is that Megan Gale is a very, very successful model, mm-hmm. one of the most successful models out of Australia. Yeah. 
And she's now gone on to do a lot of other things. Mm. However, when you start in the modeling industry, being like likable yeah. is a big part of like your value. Getting another job and yeah. Exactly. And so, because that is your, being easy to work with yeah. is something that, and this is something that Abby Chatfield's opened up about recently mm-hmm. too, but for women, it's something that I think we feel like we have to be so easy. It's like, if you want someone to talk about you, it's like, I want them to say, oh, they're so easy to work with or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that we are kind of accustomed mm-hmm. to want to please and please and please. And I, when I was listening to that episode, I related to it so much because I I know that that then causes me that it's just programmed into me and mm-hmm. I need, I'm trying to work on how do I work through this. Mm-hmm. But when you do have to speak up for yourself or have uncomfortable conversations, I am riddled mm-hmm. with anxiety mm-hmm. because it goes against what I program myself to think was my value, which was being easy to work with. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That was probably one of the ones that I felt like I could relate to the most in her conversation, but also to the point of like, because she has been that nice girl or that easy to work with, that people were taking advantage of her and continue to try mm. and do so. And I just think that, that yeah, I, I, I did, it did really speak to me too. And I'm, I'm not surprised to hear that um, with you because I, I do know that it's something as the most empathetic person that I know and the most caring person I know, where you put others first all the time, I see how hard it is when you have to have those more difficult Mm. conversations. And it is. It's this like such a hard balance to try and find how you can shine through and have those like or have the power and and still not be seen. But I think it's on the other person. You've said and you've shared Mm. that something that you've learned more recently is like if you're being honest with yourself and honest with other people, like feedback is a gift. And it kind of comes down to the same sort of thing when it, when you're having awkward or uncomfortable conversations. No one enjoys them, and it's really up to the other person how they take it. But you can only control mm. you and how you respond to it. And anyway, the thank you for power, the power talk within a power talk recommendation. No, <laughs> I love it. No, so great and truly, they're all great. They're all really the episodes great. are honestly just fantastic. Really There's eight great. of them. They're thirty minutes. Yeah, I, I think I've got one left, or I think I finished. Yeah, all I've got one left. Here. I've got one left. Yeah, <laughs> so highly, highly recommend. And that's the end. Oh, yes. That is the end. So if you would like to find out more about Kik, you can download the app if you search KIC on the App Store. You can also find us on Google Play Store. You can find us on our website, kickapp.com. We have got a seven-day free trial if you want to give it a go. And if you want to get involved in the pod, you can follow us at kickpod on Insta. Follow us. Send us a DM. Get in touch. We love you. We we, honestly, as I know, we say this a lot, but this is truly one of our favorite things that we get to do, and we're so grateful for all of your support. Um, So thank you, Uh, and have a wonderful rest of your day, night, whenever you're listening to this. We love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.